Hello and welcome to this week's Jumping to Conclusions podcast with me, Ryan Bliss, and him, Harry Durham. Hello! I've been pretty busy through the summer with work and you have limited interest in flat right racing, hence we've been missing missing from the airwaves in the last few months, but we're delighted to return at a crucial time of year for Mm. Team Ditcher in their championship defence. Um, and I think it's fair to say that everyone's happy with how things are shaping up at the moment. Oh, very much so, yeah. Very much so. Horses are good. Um, as you say, crucial time of year because we're like we're so close now. They've done loads of steady groundwork, got them like strong and fit, built them up. Um, they look amazing now. Um, they've started their fast work, which is very, very good. And um, yeah, it's like... Now, to be honest, the last two weeks I've just been like, oh, God, come on. <laughs> I bet. I just want to get going now because um, summer's nice, but we all like to be racing and we're about to be. You've you kindly let me in videoing quite a lot in the last sort of six weeks or so, and I've seen them sort of from doing one steady canter up the hill progress to doing their first pieces of work yeah, and yeah. their first jumps and things like that. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say the last couple of months is a fairly tedious time of year for the staff because they're not going racing at weekends. But, but now, of course, you've got Chepstow coming up in about 10 days' time, they can really start looking forward to getting these classy horses out on the track. Yeah, that's it. Like it At the start of the season, is exciting because they're fresh and well and, you know, every now and again someone might fall off and that's quite funny and things like that. But now, you know, the last sort of six weeks, there is a lot of hard work without a huge amount of reward. Mm-hmm. In a minute, hopefully, um, if the horses run as they look, um, then there'll start to be some reward, which is nice. Nice for the staff to get out and go racing a little bit. I think nice the horses that you know that's what they train for. Absolutely, um, they're bred to do it, and um, I think Harry Cobden is becoming increasingly excited because <laughs> you know the days are ticking by until you know he's soon he's going to be really really busy. Yeah, um, which is cool. So we're we are all um, raring to go. Through the summer, it's been pretty quiet for Paul Nichols Racing. Yeah, I think he's taken a bit of a policy in the couple of years to run hardly anything through the summer. And uh, I'm sure that makes things easier when you start the season because you've got a load of fresh horses mm. ready to go and obviously decent quality horses as well, rather than perhaps worrying about the few horses you've got left for, to run on usually quite quick round through the summer. Yeah, and like Paul is in a fortunate position in the sense that you know he has got some unbelievable horses in the winter, so he, he can afford to stop in the summer, um, which is obviously an amazing position to be in. You know, a lot of trainers I appreciate couldn't do that, but... Um, he's in a position there. He he likes to give all his horses a huge amount of rest in the summer. Get everything sorted, disinfect everything, as I've said before, and get it all ready. So come October, we are like ready to go, mm. prepared. The horses are in good shape. The gallops are going well. Everything's right, and um, I hope, and I'm fairly confident that we are in really a really really good position. What sort of percentage of the string would be ready to go in October, Harry? We've had some. We've had quite a lot of rain in the last week or two. Yeah, well, I'd imagine in three weeks' time we probably have nearly a hundred horses ready to go. Really, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, now some of them will improve for the first run. Um, you know, novice hurdlers. Paul's not put the gun to their heads because why would you? It's early on in the season. Um, others have, have big targets the next few weeks and be very ready for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have a huge amount of horses that in the next month or so are going to be going to be running, um, which is very very exciting, isn't it? It's nice that it started to rain because yeah. you can see that there's some light at the Huge end of the tunnel. Rain, yeah. And obviously, 
Paul's got his programme book, which he knows inside out. And he's, I would imagine knowing him some time ago, he would be thinking who he would, start, would like to run there, ideally. Mm. But it looks like now we've had some rain, he can actually do that and crack on. Whereas this time last year, it was really dry. And uh, I'd imagine he was reluctant to run one or two horses. Yeah, well, like last year, it was like, oh, it'll rain in a minute. And it, it kind of never did, didn't it? Never it? Did, it was no. like, it was like so frustrating. Um, but now we're getting a good bit of rain, which is great. Um, you know, it feels like autumn now, doesn't it? Which is which is what we want. You know, we want nice, safe ground for the horses to run on. Um, as you say, like last year, was you'd have, you had to be careful for the first month because it just didn't rain. But it doesn't look like that's going to be the case this year. And thank goodness, happy days. In the past couple of years, you wouldn't have even contemplated running horses at those early season meetings at Wincanton no. and Exeter, for instance. No. But now you could have six or seven runners a day, I would think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as you say, the next couple of weeks, so long as this rain keeps out of them, we will, we will be we will start to get busy. Um, you know, there's, I was just looking at entries of pool this morning and um, there's a lot of horses that are ready to go and that bodes very, very well. At that first Chepstow meeting, it's a two-day meeting starting mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday this year. They've ditched yeah. the Sunday. Yeah. Um, one horse name that people could look out for you think could go that w- weekend? Silver Forever. She'll run at the Mare's Novice Hurdle on Friday um, and I think she'll win. There you go. She was extremely high class last year, Harry. Yes, they'll be gobsmacked if she's not considerably better of her. Mm, she certainly looks the part, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, and there, I mean, there's a lot. I could I could tell you a lot more of what well, no, she's going to run to but she, I believe, will go there and take an awful lot of beating. Let's leave it there. Let's yeah. leave it there. Um, so just sum up, sum up the summer. I mean, personally for me, last week was tragic because oh. it rained all week and Somerset didn't quite manage to get over the line so in the county championship. I took four days off work, went every day, and one of those days was spent in the cafe working on the computer yeah. uh, and I just felt terrible for the lads really because they work so hard and to be so consistent for so long I think takes imme- immense mental physical mm. strength and I think they were truly brilliant for for the ma- vast vast majority of the season it's just such a shame that they the weather robbed them of get, getting the chance to, uh, to secure that victory yeah I think like the couple of hours that they played on the fourth day like they were so like determined weren't they to try and get a result it was, it was tremendous yeah. um, I through you have massively started supporting Somerset this year very sensible um, and you know what a year to follow them they've done so so well but yeah, um, yeah I've got to say it's sad the cricket season's over like what do you like what do you watch on telly? Well, like, what hours is it? At the moment, some people would watch rugby, I understand. Right, okay. That's on. No. Apparently, the World Cup is on in Japan. Okay. Um, I'm still trying to... I'm still just watching that um, Headingley test over and over again. <laughs> ben Stokes, because I just can't get over it. I don't think I'll watch much of the Rugby World Cup, I must admit. No, I still don't understand the rules. Pass backwards. So I think that's fairly... There's obvious. more to it than but that. We mustn't tell my granddad that we don't understand the rules no. of rugby, because he'd be... I don't think he'd talk to either Does of us Does he listen again. to this? Possibly, yeah. but it, the only good thing is he might not have time in his rugby schedule at the moment. Well, let's hope he yeah. misses this one. Yeah, no, that would be nice. Yeah. Even though it would be down a listener, so that's probably like 25% of our listening. Well, there you go. We're just Audience gonna, going down. We're going to have to take the hit, I think, aren't we? Also, while we're on the subject of Somerset Cricket Club, because we're two big fans now, uh, a big go well to Jamie Overton, one of their quicks, because he's just had an ankle op. Yeah. So um, hopefully... He'll make a full recovery. I think you and I will both enjoy calling him Hopalong uh, for a couple of weeks. It's just about the only chance we might be able to run faster. Yes, no, I'm, I fully <laughs> intend to enjoy these next couple of weeks, call him Hopalong, Peg Leg, or what else can we call him? 
Harry, he's in. He's really keen on his racing, and he he's been into Paul's a few days. Yeah, yeah. He loves it, doesn't he? He does. He um, Clifford actually said, "I don't think he might want your job." <laughs> and um, I said, "Yeah, that's fine." But the occasional day I could ride out, he can't because he's back seven foot eight. I, I don't fancy his chances riding out no. of thoroughbred. I'll be honest no. with you. And apparently, contractually obliged not to. Oh, so I hear. Because I was taking the mitt the other day. Clifford. No, not Clifford. <laughs> Clifford is... Well, I'm sure he can ride out, but we've got to look after Clifford, haven't we? I think we? we probably have too. But Jamie, no, he's not allowed to ride out, I don't think. No. Somerset contracts say you're, you're too precious. Really? So, yeah, but go well, Jamie. I know Absolutely. You, you've had an op and you're I, a peg leg. So. I think he's hoping to get on a winter tour. Yes. I think he'll be working so socks off to... to yeah, men too. If you pardon the pun, to, uh, to, get to, get, to get right for that. <laughs> Yeah, we. I was actually discussing it with him the other day. I said, Christ, if a horse had as many injuries as you by this stage in your career, we'd have put him down. It, you would, wouldn't so, you? So, um, you know, hopefully he'll... Hopefully but by, soon. by all accounts, that's just complete normality for those fast bowlers. They just yeah. expect to get the back injuries. and. Yeah. Well, when you're bowling at that um, speed, I would guess, you know, a lot of injuries. Are... Yeah, he's, he's a big guy. He's a big lad. A lot of weight yeah, on yeah. his ankle. So. Yeah. But yeah, go well, Jeremy. Hope you get better um, soon. Talking of cricket, I mean, we obviously had a cricket experience a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. Where where the Ditchit team, the switch hitters, played switch East Lidford, uh, West Lidford Cricket Club. Yeah. And um, just Lidford, maybe was it? I don't know. I'm not sure. One of the Lidfords. One of the Lidfords. There are two. <laughs> anyway, to cut long story short, we had them fifteen for four at one time, and I was getting pretty excited yeah. about this. Um, you bowled a very good spell. Um, and then three overs, seven runs, two wickets. Is that what it was? Yes. You're probably very proud of that. Go well, cheers. Um, after Harry came off, we I think it's fair to say we had our third or fourth change bowler didn't go quite so yeah, well. Yeah, a couple of half-track pies yes. slightly took the game away from us. I, yeah. think, I think the over when it went 6-6, six, 4-4-6, six, four, four, six, 2. That was a low light for yeah, me. It, yeah. <laughs> it did slightly set us back. It did. I think we should briefly tell the listeners about our cricket team. So basically, um, we had a barbecue, a team-building barbecue, where we played rounders, slightly random, but bear with me. And then the next day, Joe Rowe, who works for us, who's about, what, eight so, foot nine? Something like that. Probably. But with a 26-inch waist. Yeah, skinny man. Skinny, very skinny. So he said to me, we were riding out, he said, we should make a cricket team. And I was like, that is a fantastic idea, Joe. We've got a horse called Switch Hitter, so we called ourselves the Ditchit Switch Hitters. We started training. We had, what, three weeks of training, really? Three weeks, yeah. yeah. And, and fortunately... In September, I'd like to point out. Yeah, not a great time to start a cricket no, team. I'll no. grant you that. And then we played a 15-a-side... 15 overs. 15-over match yeah. with Lidford. We, we came on the wrong side of it, but what a lovely evening that was. It was a good, it was a good, good fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, shout out to Keegan, who bowled a solid couple of overs of leg spin. Yeah. Shout out Lefty. to Lorcan, who hit a six and then got stumped because he didn't know what the crease was. <laughs> Probably... <laughs> One of my favourite moments. Oh, ha. He didn't know he's meant to be stood in the crease. <laughs> um, he t- the ball kept following him it when he was fielding. Yeah, his fielding, it. I think, requires work. Is that fair? He w- he obviously was in a key position at point, I think, wasn't it? It yeah. kept coming to him. Yeah. And uh, our catching wasn't the best. Um, That's putting it kindly. It's yeah. fair to say. Yeah. Uh, but we only had one session with Jamie yeah. where he, he, he tried his best, but I think he knew he was up against it. Uh, well, the biggest problem I think when you're playing a cricket match is if you're, if you're um, 
telling half your team the rules as you're playing. That is a problem. Yeah. It is an yeah. issue. That is a problem. But what a what a fun evening it was. It, it probably also was a bit of a drawback when everyone went out and acted surprised when they caught the ball and it hurt. Yeah, no, that no, that is an issue. Because I'm allegedly yeah. cricket balls are pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. And can I just say um, an absolutely massive shout out to our number ten Joe Rowe, who came in, missed the first ball. Yeah. And by sheer luck, the ball missed the stumps. Somehow. <laughs> and then the second ball, the ball did not miss the stumps, and he missed the ball. Yes. Yeah. That was which a shame. was, but. Probably the highlight of the match for me. No one was more disappointed than me. <laughs> because you had to come in. Because <laughs> I, was, I was umpiring. And, and there was collective amazement when I gave one of our players out LBW. <laughs> I think it was absolutely disgraceful. Okay, Even if it was plum, I couldn't believe you gave it out. I have, I have received advice on that from someone who coaches up north. And they said that it can be done. Well, but it, it's unusual. So I, I've, that, I've learnt from that. Yeah. I mean, next time you're umpiring... I'll, like I'm, I'm of the opinion if if one of our batsmen gets clean bowled, just shout no ball, <laughs> you know, because we need all the help we can get. Yeah, but sure. hopefully next summer the ditch hit switch hitters will come into their own. Yeah. Um. We only need a ground competition, and some people that can play cricket. Well, like I mean, you need a place to play. We do need a place. We to can't play. just play always play away matches. And no. Dad's garden's not big enough. Uh, but we have got the ditch at ground. Can we not cultivate that? We're gonna have to speak to Mister Barber. It's something to work on. Something to work on. Something to work on. Um, I was I was pretty lame for it. I don't feel like I was at my best that night. Well, I was I was sort of too trammed all down by the time I got there, and it, and it didn't it didn't cut really good. I think anymore. what happened was we we trained a lot. Trained so hard, didn't we? Uh, yeah, and I think probably due to our lack of fitness, we probably injured ourselves during the training. I, I that's definitely the case. It was definitely. For me. I mean, Joe was on. He had a broken ankle. He had. He essentially had a broken ankle. Yeah. Um. And has, has quite literally not jogged since. I diagnosed myself with having done a hamstring and side strain. Gosh. And then it was my other calf that uh, I think I had a splint, if we're going back to horses. Oh my goodness. I know. Yeah. Yeah, but, but a fun evening. It was a, a great, really funny evening. Fun. And after, after four overs, when we had them at 50 to four. We needed rain. Yeah, it we is the hope rain. that kills you, but That's God, right. wasn't it wonderful? That's it. It was such an exciting thing where we just thought, maybe we could win a game of cricket. I know. I mean, look, in the I, end, we got beat by 50 runs. That's right. I think it'll happen one day. I think it will. If we play a team bad enough, we could win. I had a bowl in the yard this week. I'm determined not to forget. Okay, well, that no, I think I think we'll be fine. We'll get, the, we'll get you know, the sort of unimportant sort of Cheltenham festivals, entry festivals that's out right. of the way. Yeah. And really focus on the cricket. That's right. Joe's keen on a winter tour to India. I've said, look, Joe, we've got too much on. There's a lot of racing. That would be the dream. Maybe if we get a bit of snow in January. Do you think so? Possibly. I'm not sure Paul's going to be delighted 11 of his staff. Some, some people go skiing, we'll go to Abu Dhabi yeah, to play, on, to a, play on a flat wicket. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the ditch at Switch Hitters is in its infancy, but, but what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Now, Harry, we have got a very, very, very special guest today. Um, yeah, you know, you probably know him better than me. Um, Just. But, but what I do know about him is that... He's the guy that goes to all these swanky dinners and people obviously want him on their Insta because he's got such a following. Yeah. Um, they want to be his friend. And I'm not surprised. I feel richer for knowing him. Yeah. And it's none, none other than your dad, Jeff Durham. Yeah, big Jeff. I, I, I mean, what can I say? Just a great man. A really great man. He, he goes to dinners 
and things. He's for a long time. He's been going. Oh, I'm going. I've got a working trip next week. Mm. And he's, I've said, "Oh, what's that?" He's oh, going skiing. Oh gosh, that sounds awful. So, Terrible. Yeah, he um, he's going to be a regular contributor. Is that yes, fair? Yes, I think that's great because Jeff is an all round sports lover. Loves his sport. So his favourite sport is football. Okay. So I think we're going to have a Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool update every week. Okay. Every fortnight, sorry. And then a bit of general sporting chat. I think it'll enrich the pod. Because yeah. me and you, we're like cricket, horse racing, golf. Well, I well, say We've that. ruled out rugby earlier. We've ruled out rugby. Yeah. Sorry, Grandad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cricket, racing, golf, that, well, that's all we have. That's really. it. And, and two of those things we're not particularly knowledgeable about. We both know about cricket, but horse mm. racing, we've got a clue, have we? No. So, yeah, so it'll be cool to have Big Jeff on it. Hopefully he'll tell us some funny stories. Maybe we might learn something off him. I've learned a lot off him in my life. Well, that's why you're such a well-rounded individual. I appreciate your feedback. Thank you. Um, I think you should go get him. Yeah, I'll go get him. Give me a second. Jeff's got Instagram. Instagram. This is literally couldn't have come at a better time is ever. He, is he one of these lads that's always on his phone? Should I? Um. Oh my god! What's a mess? <laughs> come, come sit down. Come take a seat, please. Is this the studio? This is the studio. (laughs) And Jeff, for the benefit of the tape, you are being recorded live right now. (laughs) What are you suggesting? He's got. Yeah, I mean, sort of. You know, he's he's got. He's he's not normally foul mouth. So he's got two pages of notes. He's just picked up. You can have a break. Have a Kit Kat if you want. Yeah, absolutely. He's just picked up a Kit Kat from his son's table. Is this going to be good for the audio? Well, you can you can hear it rustling. Thank you. Oh, so we have just I've just given you a billing, Dad. Basically said that you're a bit of an all round legend. <laughs> you you like sport. Mm-hmm. You've told us that you've worked hard for quite a few years, but from what we can ascertain, skiing trips, dinners with cricketers, mm-hmm. rugby trips, football trips, mm-hmm. in the insurance world is can't be too much like that. But golf days. The only thing that is hard on those is your golf. True. <laughs> 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 Jeff, the years have been kind to you, we'd like to point out. Harry's making out like you've been you're some wizened old, you know, mythical guy, but very well, old. So to, me, to me, now. you're in your prime. Sixty seven. Oh gosh, sorry. <laughs> Jeff don't mind. Jeff, you work in insurance. I but do. you meet some very interesting people. I do. And you've introduced us to some very interesting people for which we're grateful. Mm-hmm. Um I think the first thing we need to talk about is where you were a couple of weeks ago at Mr. Broad's testimonial match. Indeed. Because you met some pretty interesting dudes that night. We did, yes. So, um, with a controversial figure, who's an old friend of mine, Mr. Aaron Banks. Right. Somebody who Harry had um, one of his very early rides for. Brampore, poor guy. On Brampore. Um, yeah, yeah. Owned, out, owned by Aaron Banks. I'm just showing a bit of surprise to this. Who knew? Revelation. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, two guys I used to work with. Well, it was... It was originally sort of owned mm. by the company, and then it became um, then it became owned by Aaron and John. Um, From memory, Aaron Banks was the guy who mysteriously funded Mr. Farage's campaign. Is that right? If if you were around last week, um, you will have seen that he was fully exonerated for any wrongdoing. Okay. So he's very excited about that. Very good. Um, I'm pleased to hear. I was invited by Aaron to um, 5 Hartford Street. Okay. 
in Mayfair. You couldn't afford it, right? I wouldn't um, even entertain the thought. No, and um, very interesting place, and a great dinner. Very um, good. For Stuart and Stuart's charities. Um, but the great and the good, good as you say, were from the cricket world. Uh, you would have been in heaven. I would have been because, in heaven. Because, uh, you know, there were an awful lot more faces that I knew, but you would have probably known a lot well, more. I don't know. Dad, Dad met our podcasting hero, Jimmy Anderson, which is like the greatest moment ever. The best moment about it for me, I was out with work that evening with a couple of owners. Out like, with work? Like your dad was out with work? Yeah. No, that's fair. Oh, God, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I was at home. And um, <laughs> dropped myself in it there. Um, I was at home and um, I got a WhatsApp from Dad's phone. Yeah. Which is a surprise in itself because Dad doesn't. You're not a prolific WhatsApper, are you? I I wouldn't know how to do it, but Jimmy did. Yeah. Me. So there you go. So so I get through a picture of Dad and Jimmy saying, um, "Hi, Harry. It's Craig Overton." Um, <laughs> That's right. Your dad doesn't know how to use WhatsApp, but he wanted me to send you this picture. Go well. <laughs> I just thought. Like, that is so typical. Like, he's literally met our podcasting hero, Jimmy Anderson. So... But I did. I did, at the time, tell him about... Jumping to conclusions. Jumping wow. to conclusions. So... And tell me, what did he think about this? I mean, he looked in the photo delighted to have met you. Well, obviously he <laughs> was. We'd both be pretty pickled by that time. Okay. So, um, too much very good champagne and other stuff. Yeah. Um, Gosh. But he... Um, Gosh. No, no, Make no, that no, what you will. No, 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 not that. Some revelations coming out of here, goodness. Um, when in Mayfair, do what the rest. When in Rome, goodness. Um, so, it was a splendid evening. Um, as I said, I sat directly next to Raggy Omar, who, who is, obviously you guys don't know, but he was the war correspondent for the BBC. A more interesting man you could not be sat next to. Mm-hmm. Um, tales of flight jackets and mines, which was... was Interesting. Mm, just a normal day in Somerset. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> out on the levels. Absolutely. Who knows what you can tread on? Some very <laughs> peculiar things down there. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, excellent evening. Very excellent. good. Very good. Dad, when when before you came up here, we were sort of being quite nice about you and things and saying what a nice guy you were. Yeah. We said that you're. Um, Mainly because I cleaned your shoes before you went away. Well, when no, I, I, I do appreciate that. It's nice work. Um, but. You, your, your big thing is football, Liverpool. My big so thing. So a fortnightly occurrence, hopefully, is gonna you're gonna give us a Jurgen and Liverpool update. Right, right, I can do that. Do we need to get him some of the Jurgen glasses? That would be cool. I think. Oh, well, well, let's, let's look into that. Yeah. Yes, yes, we can get that. some Jurgen glasses. Yeah. No, no, let's look. And into how about that. the grey? I could do the grey beard. I think. I don't think I Mum would be delighted. No, oh, right. okay. no, I don't think she would either. But let's. Why don't we go for it anyway? Fully embrace it. Yeah, go for well, your. Unfortunately, this is not visual, so you. Won't yeah, see well, no, because Ryan's got a face for the podcasts. You see, that's right, <laughs> face for the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but your glasses, Ryan, if you don't mind me saying, are quite Jurgen like. Do you think they're not curly? They're no, not round. No, they're, not, they're not round. A bit no, square, no, boring, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. can work on the glasses. We can work okay. on them. They don't suit me. The round ones. I nope. really like them. I think I'd look great in them, but I just don't. Right. Okay. It might make some well, I mean, shock. the the, the Jurgen report is is very easy, isn't it? I mean, European champions. Um, season started, seven games, seven wins, twenty one points. Can't go wrong, can they? Can't go wrong. Yes, having I knew said that, was that, the reason Dad was so happy. Having said that, if you'd have watched the game on, was it Saturday lunchtime or was it Friday? I can't remember. Saturday, wasn't it? You told me it was Saturday. That's right. Um, they were poor. 
Sheffield United were very good. And fortunately, um, Sheffield United's got young goalkeeper, Henderson, um, let one straight through his legs. Oh dear. Um, well, for, for Liverpool to win. So that was... I'm, I'm not particularly a football fan, Jeff, but, no. but for the independent, I was rooting for Liverpool at the end of last season, I must say. Yeah. yeah. It would be nice for the well, sake of variety for them I, to win, I, to have won the Premiership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I still think that the side to beat, personally, even as a Liverpool fan, is, is Manchester City. They look sensational. I know they've dropped some points already, but, you know, they've just got so many... So many stars. So many fantastic players that you think, um, you know, long way to go. I mean, yeah. you can't be talking about titles after seven games can you in, no. in any sport but you couldn't have made a better start but Liverpool couldn't have made a better start so do you yeah. go up very often Jeff no it's it's years since I've been in fact probably the last time I went was with Harry yeah a long time ago long time ago we watched funnily enough a, a very long time ago we watched him get beat at oh, South, Southampton no, no, no. yeah, South but we've been to we've been to we've Anfield, Anfield together yeah, yeah. but Funnily enough, I've I've never been the biggest football fan. No, but Jurgen has made me massively. He does seem a bit of a hero. Because he does yeah, seem yeah. like a nice guy. Dad thinks he's a good guy. I just, I just think, you know, um, sport is important to all of us, but it's not it's not life or death, is it? And I, I think he gets that across, and you you feel that the whole place is is singing to his tune, you know, which is. Which is great to see yeah. that there's yeah. a great ethic there, and and uh, I, I just like the way he goes about things, as I do with Guardiola. You know, they they look as though they're off of the same page, which is which is you, nice. You say not life or death, but when Shankly. but when Somerset <laughs> bowled oh. Essex out last week, yeah. and there was a chance of winning, yeah. I couldn't speak. <laughs> I was on the phone to my nan. I was like, Nan, you're watching this on Sky, aren't you? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, oh no, I won't. I better turn it on. Yeah. I had to put the phone down. I couldn't speak. <laughs> yeah. I was in bits. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what was, sport does. You're so good. It does. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, it was great. It was great watching last night. I don't know whether you watched any of the athletics, but um, Dina Asher Smith in in that arena that was pretty much empty. You're mm -hmm. just thinking, for a sports person to do their their best at ten point eight three. And and pretty much nobody being there to appreciate I, it. I, That's sad. That isn't it? must be that must be really tough. I would think so for those guys. Um, I was enjoying the pole vault as well. The, and and you know there was just no atmosphere. No, Whereas such if a that shame. Would have been at the Olympic Stadium or London or wherever it, would have been it was. Rocking. It would have been absolutely bumping. Mm. You know, and that must give you that that lift as a exactly as a, as a sports performer. You know, yeah. I would think. You know, and. Uh, I mean, there was plenty going well, on down We could ask Harry, I mean, he yes. he achieved success on the highest level. I'd, lo I'd love to be able to tell you about it, but for the vast majority of my riding career, my eyes were closed. It would have made any difference in I, 10 or yeah, 10,000 yeah, people there. I, can't, <laughs> I, knew, I knew for a fact I had one pair of binoculars on me the whole time I was riding. Which Granddad? Was, no, Dad. Oh, Dad really? always used to say he never knew what won the race when I was riding because... Just watch me. Yeah. Is that right? so made, for, made for three very boring years of racing for dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and back to back to banks. That was that was. Uh, you know, were you seventeen then? Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, just seventeen. To ride in the, in the yeah. champion champion hurdle. That was that was a good day. 
um, didn't win, but it was it was you were a, there. Yeah, You're part it, of it. Yeah, big ride. day to be part of that was. Yeah. That was one of the days I didn't even come close to winning, but I still enjoyed. Yeah, my first ride at the festival. Are you aware? That there are 60,000 people oh, there. Oh, for the parade and things, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I was on cloud nine after yeah. I'd finished seventh. Yeah. It was just, it was, what an atmosphere that was. But, like, yeah, as Dad said, like, performing in front of a huge crowd at a like, high level is cool. Very, very cool. Mm, I expect it is. Especially when it goes right. Obviously, you had a winner at the Cheltenham Festival. Yeah, that was And just... that, I think, for any racing fan is the pinnacle. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that was... Absolutely ridiculous. Walking back into that winner's enclosure and everyone's, you know, they're 20 deep yeah. on the chute walking through. Yeah. And then you walk in and everyone's there stood around you. Yeah, and I didn't even win an important race and it felt like, it felt massive, you well, know. I don't think it's fair to say every race at Cheltenham is important. Oh, maybe, but like, you know, those grade one, like those big races, like the Gold Cup and the Champion Chasers, I mean, they're just... They're obviously a different So, league. so cool. But like, like, just to win at the festival but it, was it's not. Mega. It's not like punches time where you have a, a six-round bumper at the end of the card. No, no. no Every no, race, no, even totally the handicaps, they're championship standard, yeah, aren't no, they? That's, that is fair. That is fair. I think as well, one of, one of the things that I can remember from it is that um, Ari always used to talk about, you know, what was said down at the start and things like that. But um, at the champion hurdle, you know, nine runners or whatever it was, very very Nothing. quiet down at the start yeah. everybody Nothing. is fully focused yeah. Walsh has said to him you know just enjoy it there won't be too much going on and uh, I just think that's that's that level isn't it ultra professionalism yeah you know probably I don't know I can't remember exactly who else room but you know all the top jockeys are in there it is a top championship race yeah and you know going back to Dina you know, to be them performing in a in a fabulous stadium with them. I mean, I don't know whether you saw the no. the pre runner to the, the to the race. I mean, unbelievable light show there. You know, and the no whole thing, there. and then just walk round in front of you know one man and his dog with your flag. Odd, most Very sad. Sad yeah, for her. Yeah, really. yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have any other sporting stories to share with us? No, today? well, I was just going to say that I'd. Um, it's great to see the underdog winning in in the rugby. Rugby's obviously underway. It's, it's at that the way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, Japan see, beating Ireland. We, this is what yeah. we've brought him here for, isn't it? Absolutely, he's the enriching we, this yeah. already because yeah. we the content we can't bring. Yeah. I watched the first half of Wales yesterday, and any team that beats oh. Australia, obviously, we love. Yeah, yeah, frankly, yeah. and only just in only the end, just, of course, they fought tooth and nail, didn't they? What fantastic match! Um, Did you say Japan beat Ireland? Yes. I mean, so Japan... Even I know that. You know, Gosh, they, they did it the last time, but but not on this kind of scale, because you could reasonably say that Ireland were favourites. I would have Very thought, close yeah. to favourites. Has anyone it? spoken to Aegon Conlon, a good friend of ours, since that? Because he might... I mean, he could be distraught. Oh, well, he would He's the be. biggest Irish fan ever. Although, there are quite a few Irish people... I might ask Brian Carver about that in the yard this afternoon. It might be worth a mention. Yeah. Well, he proposes Hurling, doesn't he? Hurling. <laughs> yeah, but I... Isn't it, you know, I think um, they'd give us enough stick when the English get beat, so I think... It's about time. I might time. go and see Mr Carver this afternoon really? and have yeah, a little chat. Oh, you'll get on. It's a good job that um, <laughs> this is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, any any other any other interesting things for us? To... Well, I wanted to talk to you about Rory yesterday. Obviously, um, something that Harry and I do from time to time on a slightly different level is Rory played with his dad uh, yeah, over the last few days at the Downhill Links and got uh, squeezed out 
at the very end, having had six consecutive birdies on the last six yeah. holes, but lost it on a on a count back. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to do that, but it's been quite fun playing a bit of golf with Harry once or twice this summer, which is... Jeff, yeah. we've spoken about Harry's golfing prowess, which oh. has been this season of it. variable. Yeah. How good are you? You know, useless would be an adequate description, but... Okay. Um, I've had some. I've had a few more lessons this summer, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed it. Shout out to Stuart Disney. Huge shout out to Stuart Disney, top man. Um, he's our coach. Our he's he's the coach Mendip. at Mendip. Mendip mm-hmm. Golf Club, our Brilliant. local club. Go whilst you. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, a few more will follow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> much to my good friends dismay i get to play at some very nice places yeah, um, it's an which disgrace. really cheeses them off because you know they're they're much too difficult for me most of them so we were at woburn last week or the yeah, last, week. last week together no i um, was not invited no. No. um so young ed henderson played um will kennedy yeah um jockey um, and a golfer, I might add. Yeah. And his nephew, off of also called Harry, off of plus one was was very entertaining. Very good. Yeah. So when we were nowhere in the prizes, as with most of these uh, competitions, uh, the handicaps leave a lot to be desired. Do they really? Yes. Bit of, uh, bit of discrepancy. I, indeed, indeed. You know, I think quite frequently people halve there. Do they? You know. <laughs> No, or double, I double. should say, not yeah. half, double. Um, well, that's so, why Dad was playing off 43. <laughs> it was. Um, what else did I, I have on my little crib sheet for you? I just it's wanted so good. to say... Dad's made notes, we've not done that. Yeah, He's I just wanted to say, um, on the cricket front, what a fantastic year. I guess you Go guys well, have just already touched on it. Yeah, it's it's been I mean, yeah. just unbelievable. It has, all those good matches going down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how anyone can... As we move into an era where franchises and the 100 are taking over, yeah. I cannot understand how anyone except the ECB thinks that cricket is, quote, broken. I really don't. Yeah, yeah. Crowds are up. Games are fantastic. Yeah. Keeping people involved. Even the test matches, which obviously take place over a longer period of time, they've been absolutely scintillating. Best form of the game, test cricket. Absolutely right. Well, no doubt certainly about it. this summer has not let us down, has it? Not no, at yeah. all. I mean, it has been absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, just a little plug uh, for Wincanton. Yes, the, definitely. Plug away. Plug away on the 16th. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. Oh, I know my dates. <laughs> the non-exact directors <laughs> getting the dates wrong. It was going, it was going so well. Seventeenth of October. Um, we have now our second meeting because there's a new one coming in on the ninth of October. Okay. Um, we have uh, a race celebrating twenty-seven years of Marcus Truscothic at Somerset. Great Go well, time. cheers. So, Jeff. I'll be there. Will you be there? I will be there. I can't wait. I, I won't, I, I I won't sleep there. until then. I'll be so excited <laughs> about it. The great... It's going to be a great day, that. Oh, that yeah. Is... I mean, what a servant. 27 years Incredible. at the club is, is, I mean, sterling service, isn't yeah. it? Um, Amazing. Last week, he came on to field for the last couple uh, of owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, as soon as he stepped, it was... It wasn't entirely obvious what was about to happen. No. Because he'd been sort of running 12th man, bring the drinks on. Yeah. Um... 
and then he took his sort of bib off and he came on and someone else came off and then it suddenly dawned on people what's happening and the commentator announced substitute fielder number two Marcus just got it yeah and everyone just went bananas as you can imagine yeah, yeah. and he did trademark to the spinners on his knees a yeah. fielding position he invented yeah yeah um it sadly didn't take one of the, one, the winning catch or anything like that but just the man's just incredible isn't yeah, he? yeah the amount he's I given mean, the sport oh I mean, just couldn't make it up. That's a proper professional, isn't it? You know, I mean, one club man and, you know, been there man and boy, it, you know, fantastic servant. Brilliant. And, and we're really looking forward to see him in, him at Wincanton and, and, of course, another couple of friends of the podcast, I hope, might be along there. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully we'll get a few of them. Hopefully get a good yeah. few of them now, which yeah, would be so be, cool. That'd be um, amazing. So that, that should make it into, into quite a nice day. Um, and, Jeffrey was saying earlier, as we've had some rain, could, get, could be some good runners there. Because wow, yeah. in the past couple of years, it's been too dry to attract good yeah. horses. There'll yeah. be a Nichols lorry there. But exactly. I mean, if it, there's no, there'll be decent ground, won't there? So well, hopefully... Should be know, good racing. We're looking at more more weather this week, aren't we? I think so, yeah. Um, so we should be safe for the ninth, and certainly by the time we get yeah. through to uh, the second, which will be the second meeting, hopefully we'll have some decent ground to run on as yeah, well. Yeah, let's hope so. So... Um, yeah, good. If Come Harry's right, counted. if Harry's right, Paul's got a hundred odd horses ready to go, so they need to run somewhere. <laughs> they may as well stay local. Well, yeah, well, we always we love having runners at Wincanton, as everyone knows. We always have done well there, so yeah. Hopefully, this year will be completely the same. God, let's hope so. Our committee will be very pleased if there are a lot of Nichols horses there. Yes, I'm like sure. See, like to see the champ around if we can. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be there in force on Thursday the seventeenth. Seventeenth. Like, I hopefully get the, as many of the ditchet switch hitters to come along because well, we do have a cricket team so we could maybe get some tips off Marcus absolutely a little bit late starting Ryan for their inaugural season we being over one we game and we trained very hard into the dark for that three week period <laughs> twice three times a week great time to be alive And but we were saying most of us we trained so hard we went lame which was a disadvantage <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was soon put on the boundaries yes. And I sort of said, you know I can't run, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I was literally on, I was going to say three legs, but one leg. We just yeah. don't, I mean, you'd be a great slip fielder, but... Um, I can't catch. You can't catch, and also we don't have anyone balls fast enough to use a slip. Yeah. No. But things we can work on. We, exactly. Well, uh, the other plus point from, from where your training has been taking place is, mm. um, I take the dogs around there, and Buzz Harry's dog has found... Two pretty new cricket balls. Oh, very good. Huge help. In the verge. Excellent. Um, so they're back in the cricket bag. So Excellent. That, that's a bit of, bit oh, of a bonus are, for next spring. Stocks yeah, rising. Good. For next spring. Next spring. We're going to go hard next spring, I'm telling you, Jeff. Yeah. Two fixtures for next year. I think we need more than that, I don't we? We're gonna have, I think we're going to have a full, a full, a full uh, summer season. Do you yeah. think so? Yeah. One or two ringers in for next year. <laughs> Do you think we can organise it? Oh, be disappointed if you couldn't. Well, Dad knows Jimmy Anderson, so he does, doesn't he? I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. Have we kind of um, still need to prove his fitness? I mean, he's uh, playing for Lancashire seconds. So that's fair. That's I fair mean, point. he might need Can't he might need different. the experience. I think even if he's on crutches, we'd probably take him. He might need a run out, you know. He won't need a runner. No, thank you. Pleasure. So, Jeff, we've we've said earlier, we're hoping you're going to become regular, and the fortnight, the podcast is going to be fortnightly. Right. And every every other week, Harry's going to write his blog, which should be on Paul Nichols' website. Oh, I see. So we hope that people will continue to listen and will continue to read the blog. Right. If, if anyone has got anything they'd like to say to us, Harry and I are both on Twitter. Yeah. Um, there is also an email address, jump 
two conclusions. That's completely wrong. Jump to oh, five. Well done, Ryan. Good work. Jesus. Why didn't we tweet out the email address when you when you do the um This is this when is you a, tweet out the podcast. This How is about a, that? This is embarrassing. It's been that long, isn't it? Yeah, I think we should just tweet it out, mate. Yeah, I think we might do. Yeah, I think we we'll do, do that. Because you frankly, could, you're embarrassing. Let's just be modern and just and just send us a message on Twitter. Yeah, cool. Big <laughs> Jeff now has Instagram, so shout out to his grandma. Jeff has Instagram. What? What? Literally time to be alive. half an hour ago. What um, a time to be alive! Is that just because you wanted to put the picture with you and Jimmy up? Well, That's no, got to be your I, first post. Put, no, no, I put the picture of um, myself in the World Cup up because I thought you know people think I've probably lifted that. <laughs> 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 I just changed into some civvies yeah, exactly. <laughs> and put some white gloves on to lift it. <laughs> Things that I don't know what we've started here, right? Well, I'm a, the folks get used to it because this man's here to stay. Yeah. Anyway, there'll be other special guests, but I think the most special is here with us right now. No doubt. <laughs> well, you better leave now because we've got to talk about some racing stuff. Step beyond. Oh, are we doing more? I think we better just briefly talk about a bit of racing. Okay, well, in that case, yeah. I think, I think your work here is done. Thank you. Can we can we thank you for for your contribution? Absolute pleasure. Go and, well. Um, and, um, yeah, absolutely. Go well. Jimmy, go well. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be in yeah. touch. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. Almost undoubtedly. Nice to see you. Phil. Cheers, Jeff. More tea. More tea, Vicar. <laughs> Maybe a bit stronger than the last cup. Yes. Okay. Bring it up. Okay. What a guest. He's some man, isn't what, he? What a guest. Yeah, well, we always, we, we've been keeping our powder dry because we knew he was a very special man to yeah. bring in. Yeah. And we wanted to have the summer, but he summers in France. Yeah. So Why wouldn't you? No, quite. Absolutely. Um, so that wasn't an option. So that's another reason that we've um, relented mm-hmm. from the summer. So we thought we'll come, we'll start in October when the horses are out to run and we're ready to go with our best team. Yeah. And that, no doubt, includes Jeff. Equine and human. Now, Harry, moving forward, Paul traditionally starts his season at Chepstow, as we discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a two-day meeting, and all being well, we'll continue to get some rain, so he's able to run some nice horses yes. on some safe ground. Um, who are you looking forward to running that meeting, other than Silver Forever, who you mentioned earlier? Well, this is the answer to your question. Um... Valens Corn is a possible runner in the Persian War. So the Persian War, that's a novice hurdle. Trevelyan's Corn. Grade two novice hurdle, yeah. He, he cost an awful lot of money he did. last year and won and was placed. Won at Wincanton. Um, I don't think we've seen nearly the best of him. We still won't at the Persian War because he's a chaser. Mm-hmm. But he's a very nice horse. We're looking forward to seeing him run. Posh Trishal Secret Investor could run in the two and a half mile of his chase. Obviously both very exciting horses. So that's an interesting combination. Secret Investor obviously came good at the end of last season, he won did. it Wing Canton and Air. Uh, yeah. Given really positive rides by Harry, so he's yes. very experienced over fences. But yes. obviously because he won after the first of March, he remains a novice to the oh end of my October. God, you're good at this. It's not my first time. You are it's not your first race. Whereas Postrish is unraced over fences but looks an absolute beast. Correct on all counts. Yeah. Secret Investor could run um, all Posh Trish, as I say. But yeah, Secret Investor didn't win until after the 1st of March last season. So it was a novice to the 1st of November. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's... This will be his... So this could be his one chance to win a novice before he has to go... Exactly. ...in better races. In, into better races. So we might do that. If he doesn't, Posh Trish probably will. Um, she will probably get entered for Worcester a couple of days before that as well. Lovely, lovely horse. I'd be shocked if she didn't jump fences very well. 
um, getting seven pound off for boys. Big, big, strong front running big mare. Big, strong isn't she? front running mare. We really, wherever she goes, she's well worth following. Um, in terms of the novice hurdles, there could be any one of McFabulous or Flickovoy or Enrillo. All lovely bumper winners last All year. All lovely bumper winners last year. Really, really nice horses. Watching them score last week was exceptionally exciting because they're just like Paul has produced them from unbroken stores and now they're five rolls ready to go hurdling and they look magnificent. And I think they're a very good bunch. Um, a four year old who probably you won't have heard of yet is called Glenn Livett. Okay. He's running the bumper. Um, his work is good. So that'll be one of your first bumper runners. That's the horse you had in training last season and didn't run. He did a bit in the spring with us. Not all of it. He was in Ireland for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did a bit in the spring with us. We liked him. Turned him away. Um, so we're going we're gonna to probably run him at Chepstow if he continues right. in the form that he's in now. Um, looks a nice horse. It's, it's always hard to tell when you haven't taken them away. But he did plenty in the spring. Um, he's fit, straight, goes really well. So hopefully he'll you know he'll show up nicely. Trucker's Lodge might run in the three mile novice chase there. Maybe if the ground is soft enough. Uh, Grenadine, it was called. I think it's the Silver Trophy, the two and a half miles. Yeah. He's a horse who won a novice hurdle very easily on New Year's Day at Exeter. He could run in the Silver Trophy of two and a half. He's rated one hundred and thirty four. My opinion is he's better than that. Um, oh, a cup of tea's come in. Yeah, just put a cup of tea in for the benefit of tape. Looks Thank more you, like Jeff. a cup of tea than the that's last a, one. That's a man's cup of tea. <laughs> um, yeah, so Grenadine's off 134. I'm not. He'll obviously have to work well between now and then for Paul to run him, but um, I'd be very interested to see him. Going back to Drucker's Lodge, yes. he is the Welsh National Hope going forward, or one of yes. lovely staying chaser in the making. Yeah, not a big horse, but tough as old boots. Like the most genuine horse you could find, just gallops. Wants soft ground, so wouldn't run if it was good ground, I wouldn't suspect. He needs two more runs in novice chases to run in the Welsh National. Right. But the Welsh National is the plan. And um, this season? Yeah. 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 Um, but as you say, just a really tough, staying mm. horse, um, who we hope, come Welsh National time, it will rain and rain and rain, because that will be right He'll love side. it. Yeah. Right over it. He couldn't get ground soft enough. And I'd say if there was a six-mile race, he'd be good for it, because <laughs> he just stays so, so well. Yeah. Um, seems to love Chapstow. So, yeah, he's he's one to follow for this season, for sure. And it's a two-day meeting, Harry. Anything else we should be looking at, Corp? Is that about it? There's, I mean, you. I could keep going on and on, to be honest, but in terms of the novices, we don't really know what we'll run yet. Um, but, yeah. And as we've touched on before, the, the best horses, sort of their, their routes are naturally mapped out for them because they'll go for the Persian War or yeah, the... Exactly. The feature handicap chase, etc. Yeah. But the novices are obviously a bit more of an of an open book. Yeah, it? for sure, for sure. But as I say, like all of those Enrillos, McFabulous, uh, Flicko Voyu, Ezons, there's there's loads of them yeah. that will all be winning novice hurdles before too long. Um, which ones go to Chepstow, it's obviously up to Paul. But um, a lot of very very nice horses to to run soon. A couple of juveniles in the pipeline. Uh, so Psycho is one of them. He's a Zoffany Gelding three year old jumps well he might not quite be ready for Chepstow mm-hmm. um, but it's a nice horse and I would imagine we'll imagine will show up well when he does run um, he, he gets mentioned quite a lot when I'm around that you obviously think quite like him yeah he he's not the finished article um, he's big for a juvenile he's still growing I think um, 
so you know, I mean, Kel Dustin last year was like small, hard as nails, ready, mm. to, ready to go. So Psycho is probably um, not quite as uh, furnished yet, but he's got a good engine there, and um, he'll be a nice juvenile for this season, hopefully. Um, there's a couple of other juveniles slightly further behind him um, that are nice horses, but uh, so Psycho, I'd imagine, will be our first juvenile runner, whether that's Chapstow or not. Um, it's obviously up to Paul and how his schooling goes between now and then, but yeah, he'd be he'd be one of a few juveniles we're really looking forward to. It's exciting times ahead, and I think one thing Paul's been great at helping win championships in the past is every Saturday he's looking forward to those big races. Yeah. So if they don't run at Chepstow, he'll have a whole team out for the following week, and then obviously yeah. at the end of October we have a big Cheltenham meeting. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it is exciting. So you, you like it's. You've obviously got Chepstow and Newton Abbott sort of next weekend. The weekend after that is market race and some good races up there. Nice novice chase that we're going to try and win. Nice handicap chase. There's the Welsh champion hurdle at Fosslass. The next day there's a good card at Kempton. The week after that is Cheltenham. There's a good handicap chase. We're going to try and win there. The day after that, Frodon will make his return in the old Roan chase. Up at Aintree. Up at Aintree. And, and, and then you're into November. Yeah. Um. So... The season gets rocking and rolling then pretty we're in quick. Betfair chase territory. Exactly. Yeah. So um, the season gets rocking and rolling quickly, but I mean, it literally can't come soon enough for us. We no, I wait. bet. I wait. bet. We're, once again, Harry, this summer year, it's exciting times ahead. Yeah. Once we just say, we will just say, well, we're talking about all these exciting horses. Obviously, we're gutting about top of the game. Yes. Pick up a bit of a leg injury there. Um, it was. It's obviously a real shame. You can't really do much about it. We've always done right by the top of the game. We've never over-raced him, never over-galloped him because he wouldn't take it at home. Um, and he's just picked up a slight injury. It's going to rule him out for this season. Um, but he'll be in the best of care between now and then. And um, hopefully, touching on wood, he'll, you know, there's absolutely no reason why he won't come back and be a, be a top-class horse um, afterwards as well. You know, great shame because, like you said, he'd always been really looked after by Paul and by Harry when he rode him. It, it, and he's certainly not been over racing his lifetime at any stage uh, but hopefully he can continue to fill out and come back even stronger the year after exactly yeah. Mr Barber and Mr Giles are two long standing owners of Paul's and you know they'll do right by yeah. Topper and um, you know Paul will nurse him back to health and as I say there's no, no reason why he can't come back just as good no, I think we all look forward to the potential of him running in the Gold Cup because the way he finished up that Cheltenham Hill last mm. year when he won the, the RSA chase beating and a really useful horse in Santini. I think he showed just what he can do. Yeah, no, he's he's a very good horse, and it's a sh- it's a real shame, but um, he will be back. I'm sure. Do we have any other business? I don't think we do, Harry. I've sort of got my act together now and remembered the email address. So if there's any horses in particular that people want to know about, mm. uh, I think if you were to either send us a message on Twitter, Harry or mine, uh, Twitter account, yeah, or Jump to pod at gmail.com. Let us know. Be good to get in touch. Yes. Uh, good to get you involved. So if there's anything you want to know about the yard, obviously Harry is the main man to ask. Otherwise, we'll be back in a fortnight. We're very much looking forward to it, Ryan. Absolutely. Great and, Great to be back on the pod. And great talk, to be back on the pod. Harry, is the blog starting next week? Yes, it will be. So I will tell the blog, the first blog of this season will be out on... Wednesday the 9th. Well, we look forward to speaking to you in a fortnight. Go well. Cheers.